This episode is sponsored by Caddyshack Bistro, your favorite new watering hole. Located next to Crust Pizza Company on Spring Cypress and Champions Forest Drive in Spring, Texas. A place where dreams come true. The finest spirits, wine, and tasty food. It's where the locals go. Use code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your next order. Welcome back, everybody, to the Three Beers and a Mic podcast. After a hiatus, we are here to discuss current events, kind of, sort of. Some of this stuff we'll be talking about is a little old, but we want to play some catch-up. Um, for everyone attending San Diego Comic-Con starting tomorrow, enjoy your weekend. Uh, they've already been releasing a bunch of news that I'm going to hit on a couple topics um, a little bit later in the show. But uh, as always, thank you for joining us. Please um, follow us on Cross the Streams Media on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. There we partner with a bunch of different podcasts um, of many different types of uh, genres. We got food, we got pop culture, we got movies, a bunch of different things that you can listen and enjoy. And uh, we've discussed those many times on our show. But please, again, follow us at Cross the Streams. Who do we have this week? Bernie, what's up? Ooh, top billing this week. Yep. <laughs> Moving up. Hello, yep. guys. What up, Dwayne? Howdy. And we have a special guest with us today uh, who wants to discuss the uh, Miss Marvel show. Chloe, say hello. Long time. Hello. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. She's older. She's wiser. She has opinions, and we're excited to hear them. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna have her on as a as a guest host to discuss Miss Marvel, and as always, uh, we have to start the show. Well, of course, Adam, we miss you, buddy. Get well soon. Um, we'll see you next time. What are we drinking, Dwayne? Uh, well, I've had uh, <laughs> I've had a Tufts of Pilsner, a uh, Paradigm Blonde, and a Coors Light. But now I'm drinking rum and coke. Oh, you're going reverse order. <laughs> you're going beer Smart. first and then liquor. That is a great idea. Good luck, sir. Uh, Bernie, what do you got? Well, because Chloe's here, I decided to drink my Mountain Dew hard cider or seltzers. Cider, seltzers, whatever. Same thing. Oh, cool. So I got the uh, regular, the watermelon, and the cherry, black cherry, sorry. Do they taste like Mountain Dew at all? No, they are just sweet, (laughs) very, very sweet seltzers. I'm trying to get rid of them, which is why I'm drinking them. (laughs) They're not Oh, they're bad. Oh, no, that sucks. I wanted to try them. They're so sweet. They're way too sweet. Cans are cool, though. They each got different animal on the can, so. Got an eagle, a snake, and a bear. So nice. <laughs> That's cool. All right. <laughs> if you're into um, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I have uh, one drink today and only one drink. I have this massive glass 
of vodka mixed with unsweet iced tea. Oh, massive, massive. Well, you should ask Chloe what she's drinking. Stemless wine glass that he has. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, yeah, huge. And Chloe, what are you drinking since you're our guest host? You go last. As usual, um, sweet tea. Oh, you got the sweet tea. Yeah, All tell right. me what you think about uh, unsweet tea. Um, it's for animals. Unsweet tea is basically water. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Shitty um, water. <laughs> see, I, I've said, I think I've said this before on a pod, on the on the podcast. I like unsweet tea because it tastes like tea. Um, the sugar for me is just way too intense, and you, it masks it masks the tea flavor. And growing up with my dad, um, he drinks unsweet. <laughs> tea but he drinks it hot he drinks hot tea so i always like the tea flavor and so, so he drinks tea guys. yeah <laughs> that's what you're saying. Drinks hot tea just tea <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so uh i i had a really bad day today so i just i said what do i have in my fridge oh unsweet tea vodka gulp 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 and that's my drink so let's uh let's talk about some positivity so we'll start with ms marvel <laughs> um <laughs> So Miss Marvel wrapped up. Uh, we haven't really discussed this show much. Uh, we had a bunch of things come in the middle where there was like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and then Comic-Cons. And then we did a movie review. And so Miss Marvel kind of got pushed to the wayside. But the good thing is, is that all six episodes are done. We can discuss it all at once, give our reviews and let us let each person discuss what they thought about it. And so, we have somebody that the is. The audience for the target, show. target audience. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I, and I'll just I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first real quick. I I watched the first two episodes, and uh, from all accounts, maybe not true, maybe true. I don't know. Those were the two best episodes, and they were not for me. So I ejected after episode two. I got out. I said, "There's too much stuff I have to watch." It was, and the boys was still going on, and um and all this stuff. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So um, it, I, it wasn't me. I wasn't the demographic. I know there's a lot of people that like it. Um, I think it has like a 98% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So obviously there's people who like the show. It just wasn't for me. So this is the inverse of Moon Knight where I'm trying to convince some of my cohorts that it's the greatest television in, in, in history. And they're just like, eh, it's okay. Um, I just, I didn't like the show. Couldn't do it ejected and that's why you guys can talk spoilers so let's get to the folks who actually watch the show um we're gonna save chloe for last because i really want to get her opinion at the end uh let's start off with Dwayne. what'd you think of miss marvel i enjoyed it um it had its slow moments but they're telling a story that nobody knows about bringing in a character probably hardly anybody knows about um but they i would say they, i would say most people don't they introduced a lot of lure, and that's gonna, I think, play out in the future. And what you don't know, Rami, is they uh, basically introduced mutants into the MCU. Correct. I know that was like the big spoiler at the end of the series, right? They said that her genes are mutant genes, or it could yeah, be but inhumans. It, but it doesn't make any sense. We'll get to that though. Okay. Makes, Apparently, the well, last minute is alien, part alien. But so, Dwayne, let me they ask made you the this. decision at the last minute, and it, 
it feels like they made the decision at the last minute <laughs> to include that line. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Dwayne, let me ask you this. If they did not include that line that she's a mutant, would the show still been a recommend? Yeah, that, that was irrelevant. You, that was you like didn't an care that that was thrown yeah. in there. Yeah, that was an after scene. All right. I, I, I liked how they changed their powers. It, it worked. It, it worked that for I didn't have universe. A, I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with the bangle thing. That was that was fine. But that's where the mutant problem comes into play because the the bangle is the source of the power, not her mutated gene, right? Well, the, so, they so said she, she was able to control it because of her mutated gene. Then she has the worst. Or, or she's in it. Or she's part alien. <laughs> this one specific bangle <laughs> she could control. That's her. That's her uh, mutated superpower. One specific bangle in the well, entire the, world. The other dude can, can control. He controlled the power without the bangle, so I don't know. That's why. Yeah, so he's better. So <laughs> but he was. Was he full alien or he was half alien too? Right. Listen, we all know she's going to be able to ditch the, the bangle in the movie and or season two. That's yeah. the arc that's going to happen. She can discover. She can use powers without it. Blah, blah, blah. Because they're leading that. Out. This could be the Nova, right? Or the uh, Miss, Miss, uh, Mr. Marvel bangle or Marvel. The, it's right? Aren't they Captain at I... that? Captain Marvel had bangles that power. He yeah, but there was, him. there's been, yeah, and. I have, I have. There's, there's Captain Marvel who's a woman and Captain Marvel who's a man. Right. So he's, yeah, it's been both. But he had bangles. I think that's what they're hinting at with the bangle. Plus, we have the oh. the ten rings from Shang Chi. I, I don't know if it's all connected or not, but it seems to be. It, it to me, it just seemed like they just rushed in the. Oh, she's a, she's a mutant. By the way, the. the <laughs> The six, her sixteen-year-old friend, the science geek guy. Yeah. Do you do you know how expensive the equipment is to analyze blood samples like that? Sixteen-year-old <laughs> kid just like, oh, I just ran it on a whim, and and discovered this mutated gene never before seen by any scientist. It's just like, come on. Well, he's he made his own Alexa, so I mean, he has access somehow. <laughs> okay, but that's. I mean, I guess. Whatever. He's like one of those smart smart sidekicks that you just have to accept can do anything. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think if she's a mutant, she has the world's worst mutant power. <laughs> it only works with one bracelet. It's like my example I use is Wolverine. If Wolverine can't heal unless he's wearing an earring, who has the power? <laughs> the earring or Wolverine? Because <laughs> at that point, it's that's the a earring. Great, that's, that's a great power. example. That's a great example. So, I know, but I, I, I think overall it was. I mean, it wasn't the greatest show, but it was a good show. Something I could watch with Chloe, and she, she, I mean, she, no spoilers. This is the first thing <laughs> she's watched since uh, WandaVision. So, <gasps> Chloe. wow! So you didn't watch uh, Captain America or um, Loki or any of those? No. Wow. Okay. How dare you? Wow. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, so Dwayne, overall, you would say in, enjoyed it. It was good, average. Yeah. It's obviously uh, leading to uh, Bernie's favorite uh, Young Avengers. Oh my gosh! Too, so, can't wait. You know. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna watch all of that just to see Bernie's reaction every week. <laughs> all right, Bernie, let's get to you. What did you think? So, going into it, when they announced all the excited, shows, excited, right? Miss Marvel was my excited. second most. Anticipated because I love Miss Marvel. I think yeah. 
Her character is amazing. Her comic book series is amazing. She's so fun. And episode one really captured that fun aspect of it. It was shot really cool. You had like cool, like, um, like graphics and stuff on the screen as she's like walking by, like the text messages would be read on the walls of buildings that she's walking past and cool shots. Like she falls back into the couch and like the camera, like follows her backwards and really cool stuff. And then they did none of that. The rest of the series, it was like two completely different shows. And like, it was just boring. Like the bad guys, the clandestines were like, not a threat <laughs> whatsoever to anything. Um, the like half episode where they actually like were a threat, she solved the problem like instantly. Well, like, she did her uh, um, video game move. Yeah, <laughs> she used her giant fist and just <laughs> like they weren't like the bad guys were just like the weak, probably the weakest bad guys we've seen. Weaker than the bad guys from. Um, well, their motivation after America, or, uh, yeah. Well, it's a, another universe threatening this universe or kind of storyline. Like, we're from this universe, and we want to bring our universe to your universe, which will destroy yours or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, like, they, there wasn't even, like, a threat of that. They just told us that's what the threat was. Like, they didn't show anything happening, you know. Um, I don't know. It just lost all its fun from the first episode. And then I don't know. It's fine. That's that's my review of it. It's fine. It's better than Falcon Winter Soldier. But that's it. It's below everything else other than that. And obviously, what if's dead last? Because that show sucks. But of the live action, it's bottom tier. But it wasn't horrible. All right. Well, let's let's bring in our guest host for the day and and. Uh, again, we wanted Chloe here so we can have uh, someone's opinion who was the target audience, most likely. Uh, Chloe, what did you think of Miss Marvel? I liked it because I liked Miss Marvel because I had like all of her comic books. So I was pretty excited, and I agree with Bernie. The first couple episodes were fun, and then it just kind of got boring towards the end. But I liked the last episode when... They showed like mostly all of her powers. Is is that where was the last episode where the? Because I heard there wasn't a lot of action in the show, and she didn't even wear her costume for most of the series, right? Until she got uh, it for the end. last episode. Okay, that's that's she always begins. She and Biggins in the last episode. Okay, all right. So. Uh, you 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 kind of had a similar taste like Bernie, where the first episode or two were not bad, and then the middle was not good, and then the last episode brought you back in, and you enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who was your favorite like character? Cohesive. What? It just wasn't like cohesive. Like yeah, because then you had that like flashback episode where she like went back in time, but was, but then we saw it from a different view. It, it was like, mean? it was kind of like Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies, where it was written and filmed by three different people with three different ideas, and it just isn't a cohesive like arc. It's exactly what this was. It was all written by different. Episode one and episode six was by the same director. Everything else was by different people. I didn't it know just that. felt 
it was just <laughs> like all over the place, tonally, everything. What about the uh, the fight in the school? Oh, I like that one. That was a good scene. That Home Alone bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> where they have a softball like pitching machine hitting guys in full SWAT armor, and the... <laughs> yeah, but like, where do they get all this stuff? The bumbling. How, how much time did like they have elite? to set it all up? <laughs> this elite killing squad that works for the the uh, damage department or dam- damage control department is foiled by these kids and Home Alone tactics. <laughs> what was the, what was the uh, what's the foam stuff? Elephant face. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that like TikTok girl. Like, when she came at the end. Like, she just was randomly in the school. No, she was there because the school has better lighting. That's why I <laughs> break the school on a weekend. <laughs> yeah, this girl, Rami, she's in this school for this She's the one school. she saved in the first episode. Her justification is the school has better lighting to make her TikToks. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so that's why she broke into a uh, closed school on a Saturday. Just happened to be there that day. And, At time doing TikToks. And like when they went live, so like all the people would form, like old people watched her TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there oh, was no, no like, City, teenager. They basically she basically got on there and like told people to come to the school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't watch this. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean you guys have filled me in enough. Wait, I, Chloe, there was a ridiculous about old people watching this 16 year old girls TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh geez okay um so let's uh we'll go around and give it your numerical score like we always do one out of ten uh decimal places are allowed chloe in case you don't you don't want to give it a round number uh Dwayne, what's your score oh six six all right yeah Okay, it's passing. I was, I obviously watched it all, and it was all right. Okay, Bernie. I'd probably go six too. It's fine. Okay, and Chloe. Probably like a seven. Okay, so a little bit higher. All right. Um. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, there's our thoughts on Miss Marvel. Sounds like it was an average to okay show. Uh, do you guys see a season two coming out of this? Yeah, you do. It's okay. a to be continued. All right. So what the what the after credit movie was, will be next? The after yeah, credit she's in the Miss uh, uh, Captain Marvel movie. Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, I didn't understand that whole switch place thing, but yeah, when like Miss Marvel Freaky Friday. <laughs> Well, I, I saw something Friday. that in the comics, I guess, because she she can stretch her body better, she shifted, shape-shifted into Captain Marvel at some point? Uh, she can do that. Uh, I think at the beginning of the comic series, before they really fleshed out like her powers, she could like morph in other people, but it wasn't that. This was she got sucked into a vortex right. and they like, switched. But I didn't see Captain Marvel with like the other band or anything, right? She, I, I don't think I she don't, had the band. I like just that would make sense, both, right? Maybe I don't know. I thought they both just got sucked into some weird vortex and s- switch places. 
Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. That's why it said Miss Marvel will return. Well, so, yeah, she's in the Captain Marvel movie. Are they in the same universe? Yeah. Well, as far as we know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All right. Um, let's talk about, uh, and again, it's been a few weeks. but Well, uh, we'll uh, thank Chloe for joining oh, us. Oh, yes, the... of course. I, th- I, was, I was wasn't sure if she was going to hang out the rest of the episode. So, Chloe, thank you for your thoughts on Miss Marvel. Appreciate you joining us. And, thank you uh, for having me. Oh, thank you, man. You always do a great job, kiddo. Bye, Chloe. Bye-bye. All right, let's get into our season finale thoughts. Again, it's been a few weeks, but we haven't got to talk about it, of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, another Disney Plus show that, of course, I've been loving forever. Um, I think we can say that, uh, and I will go last on this one, I think we can say that overall the entire internet thought that the last episode was a masterpiece of the universe. You see a different internet than us. It was a joyous (laughs) time to be alive. We've all achieved greatness and we can can all die. we, We did it. We did it, folks. So let's get the negativity out of the way first because I think I remember Bernie sent me one text after he watched the finale and said, this is the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen in my life. So we'll start with Bernie on why he thinks Obi-Wan Kenobi sucks. I'm pretty sure uh, it was elephant shit, but, you know. Yeah, go ahead. It does so, suck. It was, why? It was, it was so pointless. They did the same thing twice in the final episode. Where Meaning what? He's, he's stuck in an area with the passengers, and the bad guys are attacking, and he sacrifices himself to give them time to get out. So they do that on the ground, and then he does that, and then... Um, What's her name gets stabbed, right? With her battle with Darth Vader. And then yeah, they do that again a... in space where they're on the ship and it's being attacked, and Obi-Wan sacrifices himself to give them time to escape. They did the same thing. Twice. Yeah, because, because Darth Vader is a sucker. And apparently, for... this giant Star Destroyer cannot shoot this little ship. I mean, it's moving through space back and forth. Yeah, that Star Destroyer has so many guns on it. One of them is going to hit the damn ship. No, I think Vader is so obsessed with this guy that he's just looking past all of, like, everything that Obi-Wan is setting him up to do. He's like, look, I can end the Rebel Alliance. I can, I can, I can, I can give these resurgence a big, huge hit, kill all these people on the ship, wipe out a big part of their communications. But I just want this one dude. I want I want him. Yeah. So you get him. So, so he can he can get in a ship because there's probably a thousand ships in that ship and go after Obi-Wan and they can destroy the Yeah, he, he sacrifices everything to try to go after Obi-Wan because he's obsessed with him, and then when he has him dead, he just walks away. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean he That's all how the much rocks he cares. got thrown on him. I oh, mean, dude, boy. there was like Jedi's can't lift rocks. Seven thousand so. rocks that he just pummeled this dude with, and so he's dude, dead. Dude, if you're Anakin who fell into lava, almost died and is alive, are you gonna like? Oh, I put some rocks on him. He's dead. Yeah, he's an old man. <laughs> how? He's an old how man. Many times, he how many can't times? How many times? How many times in the series did somebody 
not check on them to see if they were actually dead, either through stabbing through the stomach or the rocks thing. It was at least six times. There was a lot of stomach stabbing. But I'll yeah, even when they get stabbed in the stomach, they don't die. So you know, you yeah. gotta chop yeah, off their the, head or something. The inquisitor, right? the inquisitor got stabbed in the stomach. He didn't die because they didn't check to see if he was actually dead. Uh, what, what's her it. name? I don't her even remember Rabbi. her name. Wait, so Highlander? Yeah, she got stabbed. Highlanders are Jedi. That's why. That's you gotta chop off their head. You go for the head. <laughs> yeah. She got stabbed in the stomach. She didn't die. Obi Wan Kenobi. They didn't check to see if he died. It was, it's just uh, Obi Wan didn't check that Darth Vader died, and then she goes to, <laughs> she goes to like hunt down Luke, um, but they they can't have Luke see a lightsaber, right? So Yo. they make him pass out <laughs> like a scared goat, like those scared goat videos. <laughs> they have him pass out so he because he can't see anything because that's can it and like Luke doesn't know this stuff. Leia can for some reason. Leia could go on all these adventures with Obi Wan, but not remember him. That's fine. But <laughs> uh, yeah, Luke Luke has to pass out like a scared goat, and then she like saves him. It's just like, and then he gives him that toy, right? Even though he's never met Ben before, he gives him the toy, and he says hello to him. Hello there. Yeah. Oh, that was that was wonderful. Even though we know that he hasn't met Ben before, right? Didn't they say that in uh, A New Hope? He yeah. just knows who he is. He, he's just—he's never crazy man. A, 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 yeah, a, a two-minute or three-minute interaction with with a guy when you're nine or ten years old, and then remember. when you're eighteen, nineteen, you're not going to remember that. Yes, you would. If he gave you that really cool toy, you would. That toy that he's running around with and stuff, like he would remember that. You would remember that. Yeah, Robbie. He's not three years old. He's ten years old. I don't know. Anyway, it sucked. Three out of ten. Oh my god! What a terrible score! I know terrible three, score. dude. That's worse than Hulk. You're right. Two out of ten. <laughs> All right, Dwayne. Give me, give me your shit, and then I'll, I'll give you guys a. Dude, there's, there's, there's no consequences to this. I mean, you guys gave Miss Marvel a six, and you're yeah. giving Kenobi a three, a two. But there's. Like Dwayne said, there's no Why do I even record? to this. There's no I need more unsweet tea. There's no steak in this. Vodka. Oh my god, Obi Wan's dead. Uh, wait, we know he's not dead. Oh, why does everything have to Darth have Vader's steaks? De- uh, why is, does everything dead. have to have steaks, dude? Because that's part of a story. Why? It's entertaining. Ha- everybody has to be on the verge of death at all times for you no, to enjoy something. You can't build to that knowing that he's not going to die. You're, I mean, you're just in the like, entire oh. six-episode run of Miss Marvel, did you think she was going to die? No. Of course not. So why does there have to be stakes in this ep- in this show? That that doesn't make any sense to stakes me. Stakes doesn't mean like threat of our, death. Threat of death of our character. I mean, th- 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 you can tell a really good story, and and you know and what a know that story the characters are going to end up somewhere based on previous movies. Like you, like I know Darth Vader's not going to die. I know Obi Wan's not going to die. Yeah. So why would you tell the story this way? Because it fills in the gaps. It builds relationships. It didn't fill it in built... anything. It it made a bunch. It of ruined everything. Yeah. It made. It, it didn't ruin anything. It, it muddied the waters. If anything. Yeah. Dude, if he was out just saving random like young Padawan or something, I would get that. I would follow that. That's that's a cool story. But why do we have to go back to Luke and Leia who 
supposedly exactly. don't really know him. It shouldn't steal. have anything to do with Leia or Luke. They should not be in the series. He it should be going him save, on the run, Vader hunting people down. Like that one uh, Jedi that showed up at the, what, the first episode or whatever that ended up being hung or whatever. Like if he saved him and then was like, oh man, you know, there's more people like him out there. I need to go find those young Jedi and save them. That mm-hmm. would have been a strong, compelling story. But to, a and, bunch and of bullshit. They, and then you have five episodes of him and Vader almost like meeting each other mm-hmm. through their saving and killing, and then they meet up in the last episode, and then you can do your dumb fight scene. I mean, the the, the final Vader-Obi-Wan uh, fight scene was cool. I liked it. Even though I hate I that every time they fight, they're in the dark, and it's just their saber glow that's lighting the scene. I didn't that like one, because I liked it fight, for the last one, though. His fight scene with the girl the episode before, where he first <laughs> pushes away her lightsaber yeah. as they're fighting, why, like he never does that ever again. He <laughs> like, did. That is such did a powerful do, He, he, he did, did once that. during the Obi-Wan fight. Yeah, he did. He, but Obi-Wan is time? a way more difficult fight, dude, than so, so the why Inquisitors. So why would he do it in the original trilogy. Because that wasn't a thing that they thought about, Bernie. (laughs) In the 70s? George Lee, in the 70s, they didn't, you know, have, like, there weren't video games called The Force Unleashed, right? So why do it here? Why why use a power move you never can see ever again? It's just stupid. Because it looks cool, right? That's why they did it. It looks cool. But then you think about it, you're like, well, that's a really powerful move. Why doesn't he ever do that again? Look, you guys hate Star Wars. I get it. You hate Star Wars. I don't hate Star Wars. Anytime any of the old characters come around, you're going to hate the Ahsoka series. You're going to hate Andor. You're going to hate all these shows. And we're going to have to talk about them. So, sorry. I want a prequel of Rogue One, which is a prequel of... (laughs) That's what you're getting. (laughs) And we're going to have to watch it. Sorry. Don't talk uh, completely. Apparently, no, we don't have to watch it. You didn't watch Miss Marvel. I didn't because that show was yeah. terrible. All right. Well, we watch all this shitty stuff, so you should watch it all too. I'm not forcing you to. I could just, you could have checked out after two episodes and then just listen to me <laughs> gloat about this series for the last three weeks. I you didn't have to watch it all. To tell a completely unique story, not tied to anything else. Well, you're going to get that with the with the new trilogy that they're working on. So, maybe <laughs> we'll see. All right, I will be um, shocked if they don't throw some sort of fan servicey bullshit in there. You know, you know, fucking Tatooine's going to be in there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Like, why are we getting the Andor show? Like, come on. It's Please. it's twelve episodes a season. Oh, you know that, right? God. 12 episodes in season one and 12 episodes in season two. Yep. 24 episodes, baby. 24 episodes. What is that even about? I don't even know. I haven't even paid attention. It's a prequel to Rogue One. Yeah, this is the rise of the Rebel Resistance. This is him forming, helping to form. I thought that's what Obi-Wan was. (laughs) No, you're getting more of it, sir. (laughs) Enjoy. Uh, okay. I love the show. I mean, everybody knows that. I thought this final episode was phenomenal. It gave me everything I wanted. If I don't see a season two, 
I don't want a season two. Don't show me nothing. I, want, I actually want. The I don't want to see I want him, nothing. No, I want him fighting other people. I don't care where Padawan. he's walking down. That. He's walking down Beggars Canyon. Qui Gon Jinn shows up. They say for hello no to each other. Goodbye. Perfect. Shows up for no reason. Love it. That's it. I love the Darth Vader's fight. I love that Anakin's. Um, for a moment, he was trying to talk to Obi Wan, trying to make him feel less guilty um, for leaving him in a burning lava pit. He's like, "Dude, you didn't kill me. I did this to myself." Just did for you a- see, they did the um, rebels uh, cutting of Vader's mask like that. Like yeah, the, like the Ahsoka fight. Like the Rebel. Ahsoka fight. Yeah, it's because th- it. Those are the two people that are the most important to him. You have his Padawan and his master. They they get to see his face. They get to see his eyes. They get to see his emotion through the mask, and that's something that is very powerful. And at that the, the, for that five seconds, Darth Vader was telling Obi Wan, "Dude, you didn't do this to me, man. I did. <laughs> I did this to myself." And then he went full evil and said, "I'm going to kill you." And Obi Wan at that moment snapped out of it. He goes, "I don't have to feel sorry for you anymore. Goodbye." He calls him Darth. He's like, I'm done with you, dude. I'm not guilty of this. I'm not going to be sad anymore. And did not, you, did not make you sure did he was this, dead. You did this to yourself. Because, Dwayne, he can't <laughs> kill him. You know because of the movies. Yes. But but they made it very important that Obi – because they, they actually mentioned it in the previous episode. They said, you're not going to kill him. You're, like, even if you face Vader, you're not going to kill him. And he knows he's not going to kill him. He can't kill him. It's impossible. He can't kill his friend. So he's going to let him when he was doing it. He's going to let him rain destruction yeah. on the entire universe until someone else comes. He, and kills him. he almost killed uh, Obi-Wan twice, but he's like, nah, you know what? I'm still OK with you. So then all the death that resulted after this should be on Obi-Wan's hands, right? Sure. But dude, yeah. he's as happy as a goose. He's got Qui-Gon back. He's on a camel. That's the Jedi way, animal. right? And, dude, he's... Be responsible for millions of deaths yeah. and not care. Uh, not only that, on. a planet. Don't forget the whole planet. Oh, Alderaan. <laughs> yeah, he blew up Alderaan. That's right. Um, yeah, that's all on Obi-Wan's shoulders. Obi-Wan blew up Alderaan. <laughs> all right, so Bernie gave it a two. Dwayne, <laughs> what do you give? Is this what, the new uh, who shot first? <laughs> what, do, what do you give Obi-Wan, Dwayne? Yeah, like three or four. Oh my god, nine out of ten. You guys are bozos. It's ridiculous. You guys are bozos. I give it a three and a half since I said three or four. Insane. I'll give you the half. Oh my god. All right, so let's talk about a show on Amazon Prime that we can all agree with because it's a it's freaking unbelievable. It's some of the best television going right now. Uh, let's talk about the boys. Okay. Um. Season's over. Season three is a wrap. It's finished. Um, we've we've <coughs> we've all watched it. Let's discuss it. I'll go first this time because I want to. I really want to get into this show. Um, I'm not going to break down every episode because we've talked about you know at least until episode five or six we were kind of breaking them down. And so the last two that we watched were great. Uh, Soldier Boy came into the forefront. Uh, you find out that he's uh, Homelander's father, um, and uh, 
you get into those final battle scenes and, you know, Homelander's son gets into the mix and turns against Butcher and you just, dude, it's just, it's all just fantastic. Okay. I want to talk about this show overall on how wonderful it is, because from what I've heard, the comic is awful. And the worst comic I've ever read. There you go. So I was going to say, have any of us read it? Bernie has, and he's telling us right now that it sucks. So it's a passion and fire of the double son of Tatooine. Wow. Have you read the entire series? No, I I stopped. I read the first two uh, complete collection books. There's six of them. I read the first two and I, I was done. So they take this comic book that, universally is hated um the 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 sort of geeky people that i follow on social media say you know the fact that this show is so well done when the comic is so awful is a feat unto itself um so what they've done with this show has been phenomenal to me they of course it's very adult it's very graphic there's a lot of stuff that people kind of have to turn away to see but they have a really awesome way of kind of mirroring what's happening in, in current culture um, and current politics and putting it on the screen in a way that emphasizes, Hey man, this is actually what's happening. Um, but we're going to of course amplify it and make it way more violent, but it kind of brings it home a little bit. Like our current climate that we're going through right now is what's happening in the boys season three. And a lot of it's super horrifying. And watching it on the screen um, just makes me appreciate what they've done with this show. The directors, the writers, the actors. It's just, it's wonderful. Um, I can't wait for season four. Uh, I loved everything about this season. There was not one bad episode. I have no negative comments. Um, Season three, nine and a half out of ten. Wonderful television. Dwayne, go ahead. It was great. Good. I mean... Yep. I think they had more uh, exploding people this season than <laughs> any other season. No, this was I the most I think the first violent... episode probably had more exploding people than every other this season. This was the most violent uh, season of of the show for sure. Some of the most graphic stuff I've seen in a television show since I've been alive. Um, but it worked. They didn't do it for just shock factor. They didn't do it just because they could. It fit with the universe and it fit with the narrative. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm not sure how I feel about the unpowered people getting powers. You mean with the, like the, with like the, the temporary V injections? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see that it has a consequence though. Right, I mean, but... Butcher now has, what, like 18 months to live? Uh, not really, but we all know that'll change. Well, but I'm saying he <laughs> he went too far. He pushed himself one more dose than he was supposed to. And he's – it has consequences. It, it's not consequence-free. So you, it's not like everybody's going to start doing this now because uh, a human being has a finite amount that they can inject before they die. Or he could have taken the other one that they gave. Uh, what's her name? That gives you powers all the time. Yeah, but I think you have to have a certain. 
They've explained that in previous seasons. It's like a DNA marker or something. There's a marker in your DNA structure that lets you accept that into your um, system and have those powers come out. You can't just give it to everybody. But she didn't, right? They just kept giving it to her until it took hold. That's the one thing about her. Like she was just on that stuff. And like also she had like a drip that just wouldn't stop. It's kinda it's kinda like um is that Iron Man three where they're injecting people and sometimes it doesn't take and they end up like exploding. Yeah. Or their powers they can't control. You know, there's that situation with it too. It was Iron Man three, right? Yes, where they would kind of heat up yeah. and, and they would explode. Yeah, that was yeah. Iron Man three. Yeah. Like the uh, super soldier serum, basically. I don't know. The, the, there was right? just something to the so- story of like unpowered people fighting these powered people and figuring out a way to like fight them. Now yet, this just seemed a little cheap to like. All right, well we have powers too, so. But you also can't have Butcher realistically do anything to Homelander. Well, I know without that. giving him powers. I know, but he could still like find. Uh, Whatever the Captain America dude's name is, and use him to Soldier Boy and use him to fight. Jensen Ackles, man, my God, what a great character! Yo, I mean, tell me you didn't see that uh, Homelander was going to be his kid, though. I it's such a simple. I mean, I I didn't have like my mouth open, gape, like oh my gosh, he's his dad. Oh, I saw it coming. But, by but way. I did. It didn't cross my. <laughs> it didn't cross my mind. No, it didn't. I didn't. As soon as that that scene from whatever, when they tried to kill him or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, we need you to take him out because we have a new baby that can has all these." No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put that together. No, I didn't. I did. Um, I loved it. I loved it though. It's such a simple twist. It's been done in so many movies. Like, oh, I'm your dad. You know, Star Wars. Jesus, we just talked about that. But I, I thought it was great. Um, and what a great scene at the season finale where, you know, the father and son finally get to talk and he just degrades the kid. Like, dude, you're a loser. I didn't, I, I don't want you as my child. Look what you are. You're a fake, you know, uh, 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 fake weak person that doesn't even deserve to be, uh, of my kin. And, oh my gosh, brutal, brutal scene, but oh, what a great show. But was he doing that to push him away so he wouldn't get involved in this kind of stuff to save him? Possibly. Like Butcher Possibly. did with uh, Huey? Yeah, totally. And then, yeah, you get that those scenes of Huey, like, you know, kind of being entranced with this sort of ability that he has. Like, he injects the serum, and he's just in this other world, and he gets to experience what it's like to be a hero, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to give it up. I mean, that Kimiko, makes sense for his character, though. It does. It was perfect. Like, Kamiko was bleeding out in the back of that truck, and he's just head out the window, just loving the breeze, not even paying attention to his friend because he wants that rush back. He wants that feeling of being that hero and having those powers. Well, he's been like that was incredible. Coddled and taken care of and protected so much that, like, now he's like, no, oh, he's, I could... he doesn't want to be seen as a pussy. Yeah, because his girlfriend to... has powers, and he's exactly. a little bitch, and he's been he a bitch to... his whole life, and yeah, he he wants in on it. Yeah, it's that it's that story that's been done again. A lot of these things we've seen in other movies where the 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 you know 
his girlfriend has the strength, has the powers. He wants to be the man and defend her, but he can't because he's not on the same equal level as her. But she's trying to convince him the whole series. Like, dude, I like you for you. I, I like you the way you are. But he's like, no, I must be strong. I must do this. I have to protect you. And she's like, no, you don't. Like, I can protect myself. I can do this my own. That's why I love Starlight so much. She's, she's such a great character. She's trying to tell Huey, I like you for you. You don't have to be this other person. I don't like that other person. I kind of like, like the whole. Like... Is that why? Is that why you relate to this so much? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it, it's, it, it's believable to me. Like this would be an argument that this couple would have in this universe that a superhero is attracted to a normal guy, and the normal guy can't accept it. He's like, no, I must be on your level, and she's like, no, you don't. I how like do you feel the about you the are. whole uh hey uh highlander you i mean uh homelander you can't do anything because i'm more popular than you so if you do something to me you won't be popular anymore that was phenomenal because it works homelander gave his soliloquy he said i could go blow up the white house if i wanted to but i want adulation more than just world domination and her using social media and Twitter and likes and all that stuff against him worked. It worked. She secretly recorded him and streamed it to all of her followers. And immediately he's like, hey, he we're not supposed to be rehearsing lines in front of, you know. Dude, that it fit. I think it fit. I guess. For this world, it does. Because everything this world, is based on... Every, everything is based on that if you're a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to be popular enough to get into the seven and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, I'll get to Bernie. Um, last, but Dwayne, uh, score season, season three. This season. Uh, all right, I'll go uh, 8.75. That's, that's great. Awesome. Bernie. Go ahead. The, the only thing I didn't like is they had no idea what to do with Queen Maeve, and then they basically just wrote her out of the show. <laughs> well, I like, mean, they... uh, you, you, we'll have you fuck off and be a prisoner some some <laughs> at the lower level of the building she's, for the whole season. I mean, if we're she's, going power been... level, right? We're we're looking at DC basically, right? So That's she's the problem. The she's Woman. too powerful. Yeah, she's too powerful, and they didn't know what to do with her, so she wouldn't get in the way of what they wanted Homelander to do with Soldier Boy. So they had to basically have her fuck off for the whole season. But, but and then they now set, they just like wrote her out. But it's not like that just came out of nowhere. They set that up in season two. She was in a relationship. She was trying. She's already wanted to leave the Seven. She wanted to have a normal life. All that stuff was set up for season three. So I see what you're saying that they just kind of just shoved her off to the side until she was needed but there was set up for that it just didn't i don't think it just came a out little nowhere. but then they also had the other side of it too where she wanted revenge on homelander and to f kill him sure that's fair yeah especially because of that plain video that she had and Correct. then she's literally the only person to take a blast from uh, soldier boy and live and live yeah 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 that's right yeah, she's too it's the captain marvel problem 
right? They have to have Captain Marvel fuck off in Endgame because she's too powerful and she'd end it in two seconds. So they sure. have her fuck off and come back at the end to save the day. Well, Queen Maeve, she's too powerful. You can't have her and Soldier Boy fighting Homelander. They'd kill him. Mm-hmm. So they have to have her, you know, knocked out by gas <laughs> in the basement for seven episodes. I'd still give it an eight and a half out of ten, but that's my okay. only critique is they had no idea what to do with her. All right. Very cool. You think she's gone, gone? Because they kind of yeah. wrote her out, right? Like, hey, you're yeah, dead. She's, she's gone, gone. I would she's say gone, so girl. Too. Yeah, I would say so, too. That's her. Title, episode. Title of the episode, Gone Girl. Yeah. That's her That's her sign-off. That's her send-off. Um, they're going to bring in new characters, focus on someone else. And, uh, yeah, she had a good three-season run and bring in the new blood or whatever it is. Um, all right, cool. So before we get into one of our main talking points of the week, which is going to be Thor Love and Thunder, I want to do a quick mini review and uh, a quick sort of rant on uh, – animated movies real quick uh so bernie and i both saw the new minions film uh i guess this is minions five four i don't i don't have strong opinions of this so i'm just letting rami okay (laughs) we we saw we saw the new minions movie the reason i want to bring this up is because this is the first movie i actually got to take my kid to um uh, chloe's first movie was iron man 3 i believe i remember that i was there um My 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 first Our second movie was Superman. Superman, Man of Steel. That's right. <laughs> I was also there. Um, but uh, we, Elena, just turned four. We said now she's ready for the movie theater. We took her to see Minions: Rise of Gru, and uh, she loved it. She had her popcorn, her Skittles, her little Coke. Um, just was laughing, and the whole movie theater experience was great. I had a huge smile on my face the whole time, and. Um, it was wonderful. And the reason I want to bring that up is because um, I don't need to get into the movie or what it was about or whether it was good or not, because my kid loved it. Up until this point, I, I don't like kids' movies. I don't like Frozen. I don't like um, uh, Turning Red. I've watched these big Boss Baby. I've watched these movies. Suck, man. I, I don't like them. <laughs> I've seen Luca. They're not good. Um, they're all great. No, they're all not them are great. For me, they suck. All of them are terrible. But I've watched them all because my kid watches them. I want to spend time with her and I want to interact. And of course, we sing the songs and we dance and we do all the stuff that you would want to do. I don't sit there and with my arms crossed like this movie's terrible. But for me, watching it as an adult, I don't get into it. Not like I did when I I can still watch Lion King and Aladdin. And um, the movies I grew up with and still enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But these Pixar movies like Nemo and and they just don't gel with me. But going to the movie theater and and being with my kid and watching a Minions movie, which I guarantee if I'd watched at home, I would have hated. I actually liked it. Being in the theater for some reason made me enjoy the movie more. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought the story was kind of cool. Um, and maybe it was because my child was having such a good time, but watching them at home versus watching them in the theater was a big difference for me. And that was my, 
that was my rant. It's not a negative rant. It's just like I really liked watching these kids' movies in the movie theater versus watching them at home, which I don't like. So, uh, Bernie, that, did you go with both? That of makes your kids? no sense. Just everyone. I know, it, I know, <laughs> but that's just what happened. So, yeah, Bernie, who'd, took, you, who'd you go with? I took my two oldest daughters to go see it. Um, I could not tell you the last Disney movie that came to theaters, like animated movie, that I did not see in theaters. Going back to Wreck-It Ralph 2, I saw that in theaters by myself. I love those movies. They're all great. I don't know what's wrong with you. You cannot tell me Encanto is not amazing. I've seen it five times. I, it's the worst. It's What? Shut it's up. The worst. It's the worst. No, you're ridiculous. It's the worst. I you're thought just, Coco, I now thought you're Coco. just not liking him because it's not he man. I thought Coco was was okay. I, I did see Coco. That one was was okay. How do no, you not like Encanto? Encanto was, was awesome. No, that's like one of the best Disney movies ever made. Disagree. You're I've seen Grinch. it at least five times, front to back. Disagree. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mister Grinch. Maybe this movie but theater experience made your heart grow three sizes. Theater, would, yeah, maybe not. Maybe you don't. Uh, so the next, the next animated movie that comes out, which I, is going to be Super Pets, I'm going to take a Leonard. Uh, uh, that's going to be bad. No, no, thank you. <laughs> you don't think that's going to be good? I think it's going to be pretty no. good. I the think Rock. they showed every funny part in the in the preview. The Rock okay, well, is so go bad at voice acting like that. Oh my god, it's unbearable to watch. Even the pre the trailer of it was unbearable. Oh. Okay. No, thank you. Can well, watch that movie. We're gonna go, so I'll let you guys know. All right. So, uh, okay. So, did, did uh, Bernie? Did your kids like it? Did they enjoy the? They liked it. Uh, I didn't. I thought it was okay. I thought it would be funnier than what it was. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm not a huge Minions fan. I think the actual Minions movie is the funniest out of all of them. The Despicable Despicable Me. Cinematic universe, um, but it was fine. It's whatever. Right. wasn't wasn't for me. It was for them. So. We did, did uh, ice them... cream afterwards. It was a good day. Did you take them to go see Buzz Lightyear? No, uh, that is coming out on. Oh, I guess that was. I guess I lied. I didn't go. See yeah, you said you see every Disney movie ever. I lied. Oh my god, theater. caught in a lie already. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's going to be on Disney Plus in like a week. It is, yeah. We'll, we'll watch it there. Okay, cool. Forgot about that movie. I think everybody forgot about that movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch it at home. I'm going to I'm going to watch it with Elena. I I it doesn't I, count. I like I do like the Toy Story movies. So you know, like I said, there are some ones that I watched, but I I definitely want to see that. But I'll I'll watch it at home. All right, cool. So that's just my general thoughts on Minions. We'll get to our last topic of the week, which is I think is why most people are here, which is Thor Love and Thunder was released about a week and a half ago. Uh, opening weekend it made... Spoilers ahead. Spoilers, yeah. Made what, 140? One... 143, I think. 143, 143 million opening weekend. Just to put it in comparison, Doctor Strange 2 made like 180-something. So um, I was... I'll just if we could just talk about it right away. I was very surprised because I actually thought that first opening weekend box office take was low. I, I for a Thor four sequel making less than Doctor Strange two. That's, more than Ragnarok. That's weird to me. 
Uh, made more than Ragnarok. We made more than Thor 3. Yeah, but I mean, Doctor Strange 2? That makes more than, than Spider-Man, though. I don't know. Okay. And I think Doctor Strange was a late hit. Like, I don't think it, box office-wise, it was like a... I mean, it made money, obviously, but I think word of mouth after that was like, dude, you get a... Like, People I know that don't know the Marvel Universe was like, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Oh, the original I thought was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's but I'm saying it was a character that nobody knew, and then now they know him, so, and like him, so it leads them to uh, want to see the second one. So, and to he's give a big every... part of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. To, to give everyone perspective on where it ranks again, people who like the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you have the current ranking. Ragnarok was at like 93. Thor 1 was at like 78. Um, Thor Love and Thunder is at like 68. And then Thor 2 is like 66. So according to the aggregate score, Love and Thunder is only two percentage points better than the worst. What about Dark Space 2? Why you, you mention one and not the other? What do you mean? You said Doctor Strange was blah blah blah. No, I'm just ranking the Thor movies on Rotten Tomatoes. You said Doctor Strange too, though. Yeah, well, so you have Ragnarok, <laughs> Thor one, Love and Thunder, and then Thor two. The reason I was doing that is because Thor two, I think we've all unanimously said, is one of the worst Marvel movies, if not the worst Marvel movie ever. And this is only ranked two percentage higher than that. It is the worst. No, Thor not, two no, sucks. No. There's nothing. There's nothing Eternals again. about that film. It's awful. Watch Hulk again. Watch Eternals. Thor two Eternals. is worse than both of those films. Mm-mm. No sir. So I let's disagree. get in. Let, let's get into Love and Thunder. Let's start. We with do this Wayne. thing called the uh, Three Beers at MCU. We know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's Dwayne. Let's talk about it. When did you see the movie? What did you think? Let's I saw go. it. It came out whatever at that Friday. You saw it Friday, okay? Yeah. On my, I watched it on my phone. I got a um, a late. No, I'm just joking. I was in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. Was not as. It it was not Thor Ragnarok level. No. For sure. Uh, I think the villain could have been hashed out better. I think Which the... Which is crazy because, real quick, that was what everyone said. Is it was... me or you? Like, every time I talk, I you know. want to butt in. I just want to say, real quick, the, the, before I saw the film, everybody was raving about Christian Bale's villain. Raving. But go no, ahead. No, he, he was fine as the villain. His character is just not flushed out enough to like there was nothing there to like either like the reason he's a bad guy he's not like they like Thanos had a reason for being who he was this guy really they didn't give him anything to be who he was he was just the bad guy that that saying he, he played a great villain but uh I and I also uh, Bernie and I talked about this a little bit, which we usually don't, but uh, 
the chemistry between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman has never been good. No. And it's to always focus, been awful, which is why they removed her from the series. And to focus on the love story part of it seems crazy to me when the can like if they focus on the cancer, like he still loved her. She was like she moved on, she was doing her own thing, but he still had this love for her, found out there was cancer, came back for that, and that was the story of she wanted to be better and save herself, blah blah blah. That's a more compelling story than oh, we're still in love for no reason. <laughs> like I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff that could have been better. It's not my. You know, I still enjoy the movie. It's a great movie. It was, it was fun. Ton of fun stuff in there. Having daughters, we all like. Now that we got. Uh, Female Thor, that was awesome. The kids loved the goats, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Although I thought they were funny for the first two and maybe the last one, but in between, I was like, uh, this is getting a little old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, I mean, it was good. It was fun. I was in, entertained. Not my favorite Thor movie. It's not better than Ragnarok, which I, w- I had expectations that it would be. We can talk about other scenes and stuff, but that's my kind of take on it. Okay. Uh, I'll go second. Um, I got a couple main points. Uh, I knew that the Guardians were going to be leaving as soon as the movie started. They were going to have they one were pointless. scene they were pointless. and get the heck out of here. I knew that was going to happen. I expected it. No problem. Um, I hate the chemistry between Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth. It is awful. It is why they removed her from the series back when Thor 2 was done. And they just kind of had mentions of her like, oh, we broke up. She's doing other things, blah, blah, blah. Because the chemistry is not good. I like Natalie Portman as an actress. I think she's a really good actress. But when, I know. When, you, when you bring that's crazy, <laughs> when you bring her into the Thor universe, it doesn't work. It just it just doesn't. And I, 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 it didn't again. Um, the goats were super annoying, super annoying to me. The, the jokes in this movie were way too much. Like you're going to joke even Disagree. With the kids with the kids who are captured. Come, come on, man. Disagree. Like the, the jokes were not funny. I didn't laugh ever. Um, Gore the God Butcher kills one god. One. Two. That we saw. That we killed saw. One person. We saw him kill one. But we've seen two dead gods. And the thing that I heard about with from all the people who previewed the film was that Christian Bale, best villain since Thanos, uh, you know, oh my gosh, you know, just wait until you see this. No. He was not. Um, but even though I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing it and I'm giving all this negativity, I, I still, and it's probably because of the after credit scene, which we'll talk about later. Um, I still thought there was some good about it. I loved the color scheme. I loved um, some of the interactions between Thor and Valkyrie. Um, I loved Korg. He was still great. Um I liked 
Natalie Portman's story when she was not interacting with Thor. I like the fact that she, you know, sought the hammer out to help her with her cancer, that for just a split moment, she felt rejuvenated and thought that the, the hammer might heal her in the long run. Um, you know, that type of stuff was really cool to me. Um, when they had the fight with uh, Gore the God Butcher at the end, the black and white scheme of the film was shot really cool. So, I mean, there were some redeeming qualities to the film, but um, overall, when I left, I was I was disappointed. I, I thought it could have been better. And with Ragnarok being such a high bar, I mean, I think it's like my fifth favorite Marvel movie. Um, this this was disappointing for me. Uh, go ahead, Bernie. So I have I have lots of thoughts. So bear with me. Um, so I read the original cut for this movie was four hours long, and then the wow. theatrical release was two hours long. Yes. and it felt every bit of a movie that was hacked down and edited to shit because there were just there was just stuff missing. Um, like Dwayne said, um, Gore the God Butcher and his background. Um, what they should have done, they should have cut out all the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, not even have them in the movie. They were fucking pointless. It took up first 20 minutes of the film for no, for reason, no reason whatsoever. No, take them out of the movie, spend that first 20 minutes doing Gore's background. Now, this is going to be minor spoilers for the comic book. And I don't like doing that. I don't like comparing. This don't do that. You're book. blocking your mic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't like doing uh, comparing the comics to the movies because they're two completely separate things. But the point is, it will drive home his backstory and why he is who he is. So he, his mom is like this religious, like zealot lady, and when he's just a little kid, uh, another tribe attacks them and brutally kills his mom, leaving him to wander the desert alone. Um, and then it cuts to him older. He has a pregnant wife. They're hiding out in this cave that they have to live in so that they don't die. And then all of a sudden, earthquake happens. And his wife falls off the ledge of the, the cave to her death. His pregnant wife. So he lost his child and his wife. The whole time, he's like asking the gods for help. Like, we need food. We need water. You know, why? Like, why are you killing killing my mom you know i'm just a kid and now i'm alone like where are these gods that my mom like devoted her life to and then he's wandering the desert with nothing and he sees these two figures come crashing down like a meteor and he goes and checks on them and there's a a, a black god and a gold god like in the movie and the gold god says oh thank god one of my followers like can you help me out here and gore says, like, how dare you ask me to help you when my whole life I've dedicated to you, I've lost my mom, my pregnant wife, and you were nowhere. Like, you didn't come in. Like, like we've prayed to you, and we've done nothing but suffer, and you were nowhere to be found. So then he picks up the sword, and he kills his god, and then he, and then he goes off on his rampage of killing all gods because they're all, you know, in his view, all gods are bad and useless, and they don't help anyone. Now, showing that in the movie for those first 20 minutes versus him wandering a desert and his daughter dying, like, like that was obviously sad for him, his daughter dying like that. But you didn't get the background story of, like, why that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you knew, like, they told, the, the movie does a lot of telling, not showing. 
which is why I think they edited it down so much because they told you that he's a religious zealot guy. His whole tribe is dead. He's wandering the desert with his daughter. She dies from with a, from um, dehydration or whatever. Like they tell you that they don't show you that. So then he gets this, then he comes to the god and then the god's just like laughing at him, which I guess would be motivation to kill him, especially after he lost his daughter. But like the motivation isn't there. You know what I mean? And then they tell you that he's this god butcher and he's and he's this big threat to all the gods like Zeus and all them. Like Zeus is like scared of him. But they don't show him kill any of them. They show the big dinosaur, ice dinosaur thing laying there dead and Sif has her arm cut off. But they didn't show us that. You know what I mean? They showed us the aftermath of that. Right. So it's like they keep telling us how like scary this guy is and how powerful and like threatening, but like you never see it and it just loses all its weight when you do that. And then like he captures kids to draw out a God, but his whole thing is like, gods don't help anyone. So if he was trying to draw out a God, why would he capture kids? You know what I mean? Cause in his mind, the gods wouldn't care about kids being captured. Right. You know what I mean? Like what he wouldn't know that Thor or would just care take about one kids. kid. Why do you need like All thirty kids? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like in his head, he doesn't know who Thor is. He just knows Thor is a god and he wants to kill all gods. So why would he capture kids to lure Thor out? Like his like that wouldn't make any sense to him. Because he would just assume Thor is like all gods and they don't give a shit about anyone but themselves. Right? Right. Well the whole thing was like I mean, he was there fighting him, right? He he should have just probably killed him at that point. But then it was this whole, like, oh, I got to bring him to the dark realm where I am stronger than he is to defeat him or something, right? Yeah. I think it was a huge mistake to show Lady Thor in the trailers. Mm-hmm. I think that whole moment was lost. And I think it was bullshit that we didn't get to see her transform for the first time. Yeah. And telling not showing you know what i mean like she just shows up in the outfit grabbing molnir but we already saw that in a million trailers leading up to the fucking movie you know what i mean right. so that whole moment is like nothing in the movie yeah too. we knew it was coming yeah we've seen that we've seen that scene like 40 times already so all the weight of that is completely lost it's just like throughout this movie like all these moments of weight is like lost because they they're not showing us it they're telling us it and it was just driving me nuts. And it, I just screamed, like, I know they filmed some of these scenes and they cut it. You know what I mean? Oh, like there has, sure. there, they had to have filmed her transform. I know they did because they have footage of it. Someone from far away filmed her in that little, um, uh, the village where they had the pieces of Molnir. She went in that, like, case yeah, yeah. or whatever. They, I, I've seen footage on Twitter of someone like like 400 yards away filming her being raised up like this, like shaking and stuff like that. So I know they filmed her in a scene transforming, but it was cut. And he already said he doesn't like doing director cuts, so we'll probably never see the footage of the actual four-hour release. But there's so many things they could have added that would have – even just doing Gore's backstory better I think would have changed the whole dynamic of the movie. Well, I um, I did hear something. I don't know if this is true or not. Supposedly, there is another cut, though. So this is the Korg telling the story cut. 
So it's, you know, embellished and blah, 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 blah. And then there's like right. the real story of what happened. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like the um, the Mighty Thor storyline that they do with Jane and her cancer. That's straight from the comic books. And it, it's really cool. Um, uh, especially that reveal when you find out that it's Jane because you have no idea who this Thor is. Um, well, you're not supposed to know who the Thor is, obviously. But, right. Uh, really, really cool storyline. Um, I just, I agree with Dwayne that it shouldn't have been based on their love for each other because they haven't seen each other for eight years or whatever. It should have just been like he still obviously loves her. Like we've known that through these movies. Yeah. And she shouldn't have shared that love back. You know what I mean? She should have her like it, it should have been like his love for his like his love of his life is dying. That should have been his motivation to go back, but not the mutual like love stuff. I thought that was stupid, especially and lacking just, the chemistry. <laughs> and yeah, and I disagree that the jokes were too much. I laughed so hard at some of those scenes where um, Stormbreaker. Like he, like he was like saying stuff to Molnir about how he missed him, and he turned around and like Stormbreaker so... was just like hovering there. I thought that was so funny, and at least the the movie had heart to it. You know what I mean? Go fucking watch Eternals and then watch Love and Thunder and tell me Love and Thunder is a bad movie because like Eternals just lacked any sort of anything. It just it just or Black Widow. Is another example. It, they're just movies that exist. There's no like heart to them. Uh, I I really enjoyed Love and Thunder. It's not Ragnarok. Nothing will be Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok. I think the surprise of how funny and different Ragnarok was adds to the score, where you expected this movie to be what Ragnarok was. You know what I mean? So automatically you're behind the ball. Um, I just think that they did too much. Telling instead of showing. I mean, uh, like I said, I I criticized the movie pretty harshly at the beginning, but then I tried to soften it towards the end. We're saying like I don't, I don't think it's the worst Phase Four film. Um, also, I sorry, I just remember but, something from the movie that drives me nuts: going to eternity to get whatever wish you want. Why did we have to go back in time? To get the Infinity Stones, why couldn't we just go to Eternity and, and solve it that way? Sure. They didn't I know, know. You, need Storm, you needed Stormbreaker though to get into the door, right? But like, yeah. I don't know. It just seems. Have you have you uh, heard the theories too that? Well, if he had the mold for Stormbreaker, that means there's another Stormbreaker out there. Yeah, could be. Well, I mean the. Yeah, because the map we could still clearly, see Beta Ray, right? The the map isn't there like a map or something that shows that the key is Stormbreaker at some point? Maybe I don't know. Um, but like, couldn't you solve the celestial problem that happened during Eternals that everyone's ignoring? <laughs> couldn't that be done with your wish to eternity? You know, the Earth almost dying by Celestials. <laughs> or that other Celestial showing up being real angry. Like, those are all things that could be wished away that are more important than Gore. <laughs> Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. Um, I did like that uh, his dying wish was uh, to bring his daughter back. And uh, Thor 
um, kind of adopting her. I thought that was really cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was part. a good scene. And I, you know, you know the, all that, right? Part. You know that's Chris Hemsworth's daughter yeah. real, in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. His yeah. son, his son was one of the young Thors when they were like showing him, like through Running, the transformation. Yeah. And then his wife's in there somewhere too. Yeah, I completely forgot about that Eternity One Wish <laughs> storyline. It's like, why do why do they do that? That just complicates everything. Like, oh, why don't you just do that again? Can can we keep going? Is it like Dragon Ball Z where you got to collect but, all the Dragon? But is Ball it is it one wish? But or is it just one wish for whoever gets there? That's what I mean. Like so, like Thor was there too. Back. Does he get a wish? <laughs> I think it's whoever walked through first. It's like a race. Is that race. what it was? I don't know. But like he has, he knows the key is Stormbreaker. So can he just like step go out there, and like go back in? And he has the uh, what is it, the Rainbow Bridge power with the, that Stormbreaker, right? Yeah, hey, well, that's take, how they could open it. Well, just take me there, and then I'll open it. I'll make my wish. We'll be done. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. It was really cool to see Eternity, but then to make them like a wisher thing, I I didn't understand that whatsoever. But uh yeah. So so we don't have to give our numerical score because we do that, you know, for our three beers and an MCU podcast. But um I like I said, I I talked kind of crappy about the movie at the first, you know, the beginning and then I kinda softened to it. You know, towards the end, saying I don't think it's the worst Phase Four film, um, but just I think Phase Four in general has not been the best. Um, lots mm-hmm. of disappointments, more mediocre stuff than we thought. Um, some of our worst Marvel films are in the Phase Four, especially Eternals. And so, it's not the worst Phase either, though. Phase Two is the worst. Yeah, but see, Phase Two is hard for me because I know it contains the best Marvel movie ever. <laughs> So it's sucked, but I Age of Ultron's terrible. Iron Man three sucks. Um, if you if someone told you, Thor you had two to watch, sucks. What, you had to pick one of the two phases to watch tomorrow. Which would you rather watch? Like you have no choice. No matter you have to watch one of the two. I'm watching Phase four. Oh boy. Easily. Not, not even a second thought. I'd much rather watch Phase Four, even though there's some really shitty movies than Phase Two. Oh my gosh! Um, I would, I would probably watch Phase Two. You're insane. Yeah, I would. I'd rather watch. Yeah, Thor Two, Iron Man Three, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron. What am rather I than Spider Man. Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Yeah, but I don't want to watch Strange. Black. I don't want to watch Black Widow again. I don't want to watch Eternals again. I don't want to watch Love and Thunder. I don't want to watch Thor two again. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Uh, that's, I don't. I pass. I pass. I want to watch Iron Man three again. Oh my pass God, on that question. Pass. All right. Hey, so Bernie, Bernie watched uh, what, Black Widow like four times. Oh boy, it's crazy. Never again. Yeah, never again. All right. Well, we have made it to the end of our podcast. Um, no, we didn't talk about the after credit scene. Oh yeah, 
after credit scene. That's right. I said I was going to save it for the end. Screamed in the movie theater. Sure. <laughs> I screamed, "Holy shit! No fucking way!" Yeah. I did not hear a peep, a spoiler, a nope. rumor, nothing. I don't know how we missed it. I don't know how I we know. didn't read it. But dude, freaking Hercules, man! And what a great casting! What a great casting choice! He's here. He's there. He's every fucking way. Roy can. Roy can. Dude. What a great casting choice! I, I, was, I don't know how we I was all lost because Bernie's like, I yelled in the theater. I was like, that was cool, but I, I wasn't like, oh my god, Dude, Hercules is that's big. Dwayne. Hercules alone is huge. That's but then big. have have him playing it. What's his name? Brett Goldstein or something? Have yeah, him Brett playing Goldstein. it. Roy can't. Roy can't. Oh Dude. my god, I was so I lost my mind because I always know like casting stuff you know what i mean like i always know like oh this person's rumored to be in the mcu and you're like oh well they're gonna be a cameo at least or something you know what i mean and then out of nowhere to have him in it as hercules oh man that was so awesome i agree it was really cool and they had him in traditional costume i think that's probably like the first yeah yeah traditional costume Mm mm-hmm but I think you can do it with that, right? Because he's a god. Yeah. Zeus was a a bummer. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. He's just a fat <laughs> fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's supposed to be Zeus. It's just like some fat guy who just talks a lot. That was he was supposed to be doing a Greek accent, right? Like a Greek I don't it. know what he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> I don't know what Russell Crowe was doing. Craig said it was more of a Spanish accent. I was like, I don't know. I thought it was Greek. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was fun, though, at least. He was kind of cocky and arrogant. And... I don't know. He he was making the case for... what what What's his name? The killer... God killer, right? Because he was cocky and didn't care about anything, and blah blah blah. Yeah, but that was, yeah, that was part of the telling, not showing. Where right. Zeus was telling us that he's killed all these gods, and it's just like, well, if we don't see it, it's like not a threat to us. You know what I mean? Like you can tell us he did all this crazy stuff. Like it means nothing. It was pretty cool when Thor just fucking threw that lightning bolt through. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but. The MCU people don't. There's no consequences. People don't like die. So, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's also a he's... god, though. Apparently, Thor can't kill gods. The other, only you need that black sword to kill a god. Yeah, you need the necro sword. <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome. I really liked uh, the, end, the end credit scene. Was amazing. Um, I can can anybody explain the other end credit scene? Uh, I don't. I don't when she goes to Valhalla. Oh yeah, dude. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I think that was just her send off. Yeah, that was just her send off. Now she's with Heimdall, right? Well, That's yeah, but I read something that that happens in the comics, and then she comes back as a Valkyrie or something. Oh, I don't know. Spoilers, mm. Dwayne. Damn it. Oh, dude, he's reading that comic as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta wait. I gotta wait for volume two that hasn't even been announced. Yeah. Yet, so. 
your phone. All right. Uh, so, as always, please follow us in Cross the Streams Media. Um, really appreciate your support. Um, you know, uh, we 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 love y'all's interaction. We really appreciate all the likes and uh, you know the retweets and all the you know uh, people who listen to our show. So again, making Rami so uh, viral sensation. Oh nah, that's died off. Um, uh, it hasn't. It's died off. Died <laughs> off. It's over. Um, but again, as always, uh, three beers and a mic. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to our, uh, you know, uh, reviews and uh, you know, showing our other podcast support and our, our hate for Obi Wan. No. Our our and again, Love and Thunder is okay. I, it's, I don't, maybe, I, maybe I was too harsh on that movie. Um, but again, uh, we'll see you guys next time. For Dwayne, Bernie, and myself, peace out. We love you. See you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.